Dimp Digital presents Idle Game Chat. Hello, Apps here from Dimp Digital. Welcome to Idle Game Chat. This is the weekly video games podcast where we give our impressions of the games that you can play today and react to the latest news from the wonderful world of games. We're here every Monday on your favourite podcast app and on YouTube absolutely free. This week, I'm joined once again by the free-time Dimp Digital Gaming Quiz champion... It's Tom Atkins, not Ed Cock. How's it going? Doesn't get any easier hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried to soften the blow by just sort of, no. you know, free time champion, like, yeah. given the numerical. Like you... No, I suppose it's good, but it's like when you see them people on Sky Sports and it has, like, their greatest <laughs> achievement and it's, like, played for Swatham 15 times. <laughs> <laughs> semi-final runner-up in 92 and 96 <laughs> yeah. like, what's he doing on the fucking panel board yeah um, well the only way to put that right is to rectify it in next year's quiz yeah going after him started, started already started training which is the way to do it training. yeah we've got some games to talk about two whoppers now we've covered one of them in quite great detail in its opening weekend. It's Cyberpunk 2077. And I think we've done some light touch Assassin's Creed Valhalla impressions after I'd played about 30 hours. I'm now done with that. You're now done with Cyberpunk. So together that will make up the bulk of this this episode. Um, I want to lead with Valhalla if possible. Give Yeah, alphabetically. Well, there we go. We're absolutely going to take that as the excuse. Um, I don't know how you want to do this. I don't know if you've got any questions that you've got just in your head, because you've kind of played it and stopped for Cyberpunk, and then I guess yeah. at some point you're going to go back, or if yeah. you want to just let me babble and then and chime in, it's entirely up to you. I reckon do your babble, and then I'll chime in with a few questions. Okay. All right, let me get my bubbly. <laughs> I was drinking a... No. Uh, Buck's fizzle day. Cool. Glass, run out of orange juice. What so, is that one I sent you? Is that just a normal Buck's fizz or is that like a mixture one? What did you send me? On Christmas Day, I sent you a bottle of. Oh. Um, and you texted back saying pre mix. Oh, yes, it was. Yeah. So, is, is it a. So, what's, what's I, what do I got? What did I get? I. You just yeah, it's just a pre-mixed Bucks Fizz. So I wasn't, you know, Bucks Fizz itself is a little bit. You just chip orange juice and prosecco. That's what I thought it was. Yeah, and I'll be honest, I don't really have it much. It's only it, it was it's a tradition in the Adkins household that you have it on Christmas Day, and I've never really known what it was. Yeah, got sent on my merry way to get some and got and it, then drink it, and got well, it, and it's... then I thought, oh, I'm drinking that. I'll show you a bottle. Yeah, it's um, it's one of those things where. The the premix stuff's all right actually. It's like you get right. those. You're supposed to get like Jack Daniels and Coke premixed in a can. Oh yeah 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 yeah. So, but if you want to do it at home, just do two parts champers or m- most people do prosecco these days because it's like 
cheap piss up stuff, which is actually quite mm. nice. And then a bit of orange juice, splash that in there. Got yourself oh, a Bucks yeah. Fizz. Some people might call it a mimosa. I uh, don't know the difference if there is one. Again, if there are alcoholics that know the exact difference, <laughs> let us know in the comments. Um, I'm going to talk about Valhalla. I'm going to plug Patreon first. Still on patreon.com forward slash idle game chat and you can chuck some pennies. Actually, you can't chuck pennies, are we? You have to do at least a quid, I think, or a dollar. <laughs> so... Just, what's a dollar in English though well it's right? pennies so I don't know how they uh, <laughs> they keep emailing me telling me we can change it to UK I need to get on top of all that mm. if we're ever going to you know get out of this debt ring I need to start <laughs> yeah. looking at that Patreon and getting it sorted but you can help yeah. out by going there and chucking pennies I guess into the pot yeah. and then we'll get taxed on it and we'll get about 20p so make sure, <laughs> make sure it's sizable is what I'm saying don't waste your time otherwise Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Cool. Played every game of this Creed franchise mainline, other than Rogue, because that was the no, no, year. Did I nearly pick that up the other day? I think I've got it on Games of Gold. I swear. Have you? Well, yeah. yeah. Oh, they did a remaster, didn't they? I mean, yes. It was, it was six pound, and I've got a four pound voucher. So I was yeah. going to get it for two quid. And I was like, cool. Because I, I like the concept of it, but it's the only one I never played. Yeah. And to be fair to it, like the series, I've, I've been a bit up and down throughout it. It's been good. It's been pretty poor at times, I think. It's been like pretty, pretty awful, actually, thinking about things like Unity, which I did not enjoy. Mm. And then about, I don't know, four or five years ago, we got this this change in direction with Origins, didn't we? Yeah. They kept quoting, saying, right, we want to have a look at this this Witcher 3 and try and get it towards that. Yeah. When you hear that level of bollocks being spouted, you think, on your bike, you're not going to get close to it. And I liked, I think it needed to be freshened up, and Origins was certainly that. It wasn't perfect. Mm. Um, I still had some, no. some problems with it. And then Odyssey was... <sighs> I felt like it could have been really good, but the, the bloat and the level yeah. gating... Level got, game. Got up my fucking nose. <clears throat> so at this point, I'm thinking, what they, what Valhalla, what are they going to do with that? Mm. And in general, reasonably impressed. I've played over 100 hours. I think I'm on 110 hours now. Um, we shouldn't mistake hours played for, you know, mm. it's the best game that I've ever played because it's just not the case. But no. it's a very easy play. And I think I mentioned it on the last one we did that the setting is now becoming increasingly important for me in these in these Creed games. We had yeah. two dust bowls back to back, so uh, I was I was bloody struggling with that. And um, we go to England, and the setting's better in my view. I much prefer the setting, and. It's a Viking game at heart, and mm. that kind of got me on side. That got me yeah. where I needed to be, I guess, mentally to, to accept this game and, and go for it. <sighs> it's a big game, as you can tell. Giant enormous. There is so much to do in this game, and so many places to see, so many different fucking side bits to do, clear down stuff if you want. It's all there. So that's how the 110 hours have been clocked up. It also, I haven't fast travelled once yet, which, 
Is it? I would not recommend. You could shave thirty hours off. Mm. I don't know. By by just fast traveling. The reason I haven't been doing it is because two things. One, the traveling in Assassin's Creed since Origins has been, I feel, almost best in class because you can set a pointer on your map, hold X, and the horse will follow the track to your pointer. So you haven't even got to control the horse. You can just mm. put your controller down, have a drink, relax. That's what I was doing. And in Valhalla, you've got a, a, a raiding longboat that can go around the rivers and stuff and get you around. So I was just plonking that on, putting a tune on, having my feet up and enjoying the scenery. So that bloody helped. That stopped the old uh, the fast travelling being used. But the way the story kind of is integrated to the quest and I guess the overall structure of the game because I've mentioned there's loads of side stuff which I'll get to but mm. putting all that castle that stuff aside there's still a very big saga a very big campaign for you to to, mm. to go out in I go think on. this might be the biggest or well, certainly longest campaign they've ever done mm. um, yeah having not completed it myself but just looking yes length wise and from what people's opinions i've heard but yeah giant fucking enormous and i mean they kick things off with the worst prologue possible (laughs) three to five hours of two i was i was was putting me series x on and i was like what what have i done here no he didn't (laughs) hand on heart i can't blame him because honestly I don't know what that prologue is. I don't know what it is about. I don't know if it's just the terrain. I don't know if it's just... <sighs> it's just something about yeah, that that was just really dull and shit. And when you get to England, yeah. it cracks open. And you get all right. these other bits and pieces to do. And you, you, you're, it's clear that you're, what your level is, what zones you should perhaps go to compared to not going to. Everything's a bit more streamlined. It makes a bit more sense. Now, the way the game essentially works is you arrive in, in England... And your main task is to ally with all the different regions or territories. Sometimes they're counties, sometimes they're towns, but all the different sort of power players in England. Okay, so you'll come in there. You want to be allies of all of them so you can get a piece of the pie and you know be, a, a, I guess, a, not quite a leader of England, but a, an influencing in figure. Now, each of these territories that you can go and ally with have their own fleshed-out story arc. Some are excellent, some are good, and then a small number of them are probably not interesting. But this is the real meat of the game, doing this. Like, you will go to the Alliance map, which is the screen that shows all the different territories. You'll you know, select a territory, you'll get a little debrief about what's going on, and then you'll say, right, I want to pledge my Alliance to go and help out that area. And there's um, there's all sorts going on during those arcs. There are combat heavy ones so there might be a war going on so you're going to do a lot of combat there are diplomatic stories there are some weird stories and there's a blend of everything in between so you know you might go to one area where it's purely about getting the next person onto the throne and you might have an influence over who that could be there's over a dozen of these to play through um they are usually five chapters long five quests ish long which often the quest will have multiple parts to it and can take anywhere between two to five hours so 
that's where I feel like you're picking up on the meat of the game. The time being spent is going through these alliances, and that's where you will progress sort of the the other parts of the story that are there. Um, as good as these were, I think that's a really interesting way of doing it. It was quite clear, quite concise, and it was simple to follow. I feel like they would have been better off halving the amount of territories you had to visit and people you had to interact with, and then maybe you go through like the first wave of doing, I don't know, eight territories, and then that kicks off the next part of the campaign where you go back to those places and see how they're doing, and maybe there's a new problem. Maybe the person that you put on the throne in the first sort of act of the story isn't doing what you thought they might do, and there's a conflict there. And like you could, you could dive deeper, is what I'm saying, into all these different areas, get to know the characters, get to know what's going on, and have a bit more of a, a compelling experience. Because in most cases, you sort of go in you do what you need to do and then you leave and then you might bump into them later or you can go back and visit them and they'll say like a one-liner to you. So from that perspective, it's good, but also could do some improvement. Combat-wise, once I got the the Ghost of Tsushima button mapping out of my head, I I could finally enjoy the combat, going back to using those triggers. Uh, It's not the deepest, but I felt like it was still satisfying like the crunch as you slam an axe into some saxon's head is good the finishes are brutal but fantastic at the same time and the array of weapons that you can you can use also to change things up you can get dane at long dane axes smaller sort of bearded axes the mace is just a fucking devastator once you get that thing swinging (laughs) like it really does change the way you play but Mm. those two aspects alone are pretty good in my view I'm going to take a quick pause and see if you have anything to to ask before I go into my next area of Valhalla. Did um did you find that you like sided with one weapon throughout more than anything or was you switching it up and and, and going for sort of axe and shield or mm. just sort of spear for the majority or was you going with like cuz one thing we'll get to in cyberpunk is there's a in that system i sort of just went with whatever was like the highest weapon you could go for yeah was that the case with this no so why this sort of links into the the next point was going to be around like how the gear works and I, i touched on it previously each weapon you pick up and each piece of armor you pick up is unique like it has its it has its own look it has its own level of stats and usually there might be some recycled but it has its own kind of perk as well that comes with it and they all as I said there's about five different categories of weapons that you can use plus three different types of bows but because they're unique and because it changes your stats quite heavily I was switching in between just to try things out Um, it's not necessarily this is the thing about the the gear the the it's such a better change from Odyssey because Odyssey was just you kill someone and get free helmets off them, mm. and you're in that menu <laughs> breaking it down or selling it. You just it, you're just at the mercy of RNG whether you get something yeah. that's better than your current level. There's nothing random about this. Everything is handcrafted for one. Everything's hand placed in the world for you to go off and find. So collecting gear sets is great. It encourages it encouraged me to try different weapons because. 
you very you just didn't you didn't pick up a weapon that was 20 levels below you it doesn't work like that it kind of had its own base stats which was in and around what you needed and you could upgrade it and you know to a certain perspective but you didn't have to worry about it being an old bit of gear you could almost use it anyway because it wasn't there wasn't like a big gap between them so i used all the weapons all the different types of weapons i at least had one run through of them i i made three different gear sets um for the different armor categories so you've got raven wolf and bear um and they all have different perks associated if you wear all five of their bits of armor so i was mixing and matching finding what i liked and what i didn't like and then as time went on the back half i kind of settled on like one gear set and and changed the weapons out and upgraded those pieces uh, as i went through Mm, interesting um hmm no i think we want to hear some more about gear yeah it gives you a real attachment Mm. because Mm. you can you can essentially if you wanted you could take the first axe you get and keep it the whole game Cool. And you're not going to be punished for it. You don't have to keep fucking infusing other weapons towards it, but you no. can you can become attached to it and keep it. Um, mm, and people like give you stuff throughout the campaign as well, so that's quite cool. Mm. Like you'll get someone's old axe or something or old spear, and you'll be like, oh, that was so and so's axe. I want to use that. I want to level that up. And you can you can mm. level it up with just like random resources, or you can put like carbon ingots into it or, or tungsten ones and upgrade it's like type so it goes from like flawless to mythical and things like that like bronze silver gold basically and you can you can do all yeah. that so if you want to form an attachment you can but if you want to go the other way and try things out you're never really going to feel like you're that disadvantaged because the disparity in the gear isn't isn't level based it's not no. you got it's at level 20 so it's a level 20 item it's you know these are the stats and you can keep it relevant throughout your whole playthrough. So I think it's a really positive change because as much mm. as Odyssey was great because you just sell the sell all the gear and get a load of money, you didn't really care what you had. You just looked at the number and went, well, I'll use that next. Yeah. And this was not the case. Yeah. It, um, no, it added, added, def- some, added something new to it for sure. Yeah, that's definitely the way most of these games should go. Mm. Certainly in the RPG element. Talk to me about these gear um sets that you're on a merry way collecting <laughs> well there's tons of them there's just tons of gear sets i mean is it was it like on witcher where you had yes remember you used to have like the sets there yeah you fucking unfold and you'd have to get a complete set that's it so each each set that you each piece of armor you get um if you if you wear all the different types of that armor set you'll get a a unique buff or um perk towards it so i was looking for like one called like huntsman huntsman gear for ages and it will tell you in the inventory where you can find them so it might say oh the huntsman cloak is in essex um the braces pants torso can all be found in london and then from there it won't tell you where they are it won't mark them but you know where to search and you can start hunting things out. So I started doing that to find one of each. I wanted one, one wolf, one raven, one bear. That's what, that was what I got to in the end. And uh, right. yeah, the, the look changes. So you get get a new look if you don't like what's going on with with Ava's look. And you know you, the perks change as well. Like the berserker, for example, or the bear armor, much more adept at 
melee combat, so you get a lot of like buffs on on that side of things. Um, mm. Yeah, it's cool, and it's and it's kind of like as well as this massive saga I just explained about the twelve, or, well, it's more than twelve, the over a dozen story arcs to go and complete. Yeah, I've heard on this fucking rabbit hole for you know it could have been it could have been ten ten hours or so I spent getting gear, cool. leveling it up, loving life. That is that's yeah that is the way to do it what what's that um modern day to playing at is mm. it required mm. what's, people are saying get rid of it it ain't worth it anymore what's your tip or without <laughs> i mean it, it ain't got to be there in my view personally i um i know roughly what's going on but there's still a lot that happens that you think what <laughs> So <laughs> the good thing is, I guess in this one, is it's not overly intrusive. Right. Like it won't, it, I remember on previous games, probably more of Origins, every yeah. four or five hours I was getting stopped to go and have a wander yeah. around the fucking temple. It's not the case in this. Like when you get to England, it stops you once and then that'll be it till you get like to the end of the game pretty much. Like so it, it will not force you to come out of the animus until you've you know completed your task or, or got to a certain point in the story so you ain't got to worry about it too much that's not to say there isn't an overarching theme of that that weeds its way kind of into the main narrative but mm. it's less egregious than it has been in other games i, th- I think personally yeah that's good to hear because yeah a lot of people are sort of look cut the shit we love these assassin creed game for mm. what they are not this fucking drawn out backstory shit that no one cares about anymore hey, people love but it I though suppose still, yeah yeah i suppose there is deep lore involved There's some sick inside. puppies out there um avor as a character yep is he the new Ezio? Mm, well, I play as the female version. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, what's she called? Avil. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was it all Avil? Yeah, yeah. Unisex, no. Because um, I went full male. I went sexist pig. Yeah. You went dynamic. I went let Animus choose for me. And that's actually quite a good approach if you don't mind playing as a female Avil. Um, it makes total sense as and when the switches happen. Um, I won't. Yeah. spoil exactly what it is but you haven't got to worry about you just like getting to the next story arc and it's suddenly going well, hang on why is the bloke Avil walking around in the settlement it doesn't work like that it's quite a good way of doing it I just chose that because I was like right, if that's the canon I'll choose it although on all the trailers yeah. it's male Avil so I'm like right what are they doing <laughs> send him up the fucking river here old Ubisoft um, but yeah no, I mean Avil's a, is a good character I mean you have a lot more <clears throat> influence i guess over the character than you do with Ezio. of course you've got lots yeah. of choices and stuff it will cause death and things like you there are consequences to what your actions you know, what actions you carry out so <clears throat> i think she's a good he slash she is a good portrait or a good platform to build off and kind of make your own like, there's clearly some bits of avor that are ingrained into them as to how they perceive mm. the world and that those things will be present in in the way the story progresses and who you talk to and you can kind of see changes happening but you still got enough of a influence over where to go and how to direct things which is which is cool uh, i wouldn't say quite Ezio's level but it's no, hard to compete with a character that's been be written from the ground up and obviously Ezio's just the, 
the, the man anyway, so mm. he's going to be hard to be bumped off. No. Did you get um, sunk into, like on Witcher, um, you spent many an hour playing that fucking Gwent. <laughs> <laughs> Was there anything in the side activities that took you by the bullards? Yes, there was. There <laughs> is a dice rolling game that I got. <laughs> Absolutely, I've done them all. I've got all the. I've collected all the little bits I'm supposed to. Supposed to fucking collect. Um, Orlog, it's called. Orlog. <clears throat> it's gonna be hard for me to describe what it is, but essentially, you roll dice. You get three chance. You get three rounds to roll, and then they've all got different symbols on them. So they might have a, a bow and arrow, or a sword, or an axe, rather. Oh, it might have a helmet or a shield. Uh, and and once you've settled on your three rounds, you can it'll attack or defend. It's, it, I won't bother trying to explain it. In fact, but I did <laughs> I did all that. Every town I visited that had Orlog, I went to that person and and beat them, whooped their ass. <laughs> Champion. Yes. So that Champion was that was fun. definitely definitely good fun. Um, mm. I, I enjoyed that. It's not as it's not as egregious as what Gwent was, where it was like two million cars to collect like there's about <laughs> a dozen or so so it's not too bad uh, that was cool nah. though just kind of every town you go to i was like oh it's an all arg let's go and whoop some ass <laughs> i gave up on the drinking game after about three towns i was like i ain't doing that anymore yeah there's quite a few i remember like sort of side activities you can do yeah the tons. Old, um, what was the <clears throat> rat the rat battle type thing yeah the flighting Flighting, yeah, the flighting's <laughs> good to do fun. actually because a it's quite fun. Like you do those, you do those little like rhyming and rap battles. But b it actually, if you if you win, it increases your charisma rating, which unlocks new dialogue options. So um, I love all that shit. So any any chance yeah. I can be um, unlocking new dialogue options, I made sure I, I I found out the flighters as well and beat them because I I enjoy being able to sort of diffuse situations with with a bit of charisma a bit of charisma and wit yes excellent um hmm what question clear down merchants <laughs> plenty of plenty for the clear down merchants did you pretty much clear down all these coloured dots I've been looking at? I haven't got anywhere close, mate. I've still got about <laughs> three quarters of them. Fucking million. And I've done a lot of them. There is so much stuff to do on like the side activity stuff. <clears throat> First of all, you've got this settlement that you're in, Ravenfall. Yeah. yeah. Now, right. one side side activity request is building the settlement up. So that's collecting materials. Um, the best way to do that, and perhaps actually the only way to level it up, is to raid uh, the monasteries and get the raw materials. So there's about, say, eight to ten of those located around the map, maybe more, that you can go and raid. And then you can use those materials to build up your settlement. That will unlock new buildings, which unlock new quests, which are quite cool. Like people that set up new shops in there, you'll do like little side quests for them. Uh, so it's worthwhile getting involved and talking to people there. You can unlock things like your barracks, which means you can uh, you can select who goes in your raiding party on your boat, and uh, that's good. You can you can pick people up in the world to join the raiding party, so you can then put them in your crew. Mm. That's quite cool. The, the the thing, and this is the theme of the game, really, that, that where it kind of 
trips over itself is because it's so big and look, mm. we're not I'm not going to get about to get to everything about what this game is is in it because it's just ginormous where it's so big mm. it's just just needs some of these systems just need drilling down in a little bit more to get a bit more depth to them like this the the, the raiding party you take out now you can mm. recruit people to come in like you can I can if you when you set your barracks up Adkins I can then recruit one of yours and you'll get a little achievement. Oh. So you can come along into oh, my wow. world, which is cool. But you can get random ones throughout the world, and there's quest-driven ones as well. Now, you can put them in your longboat. You go out, you raid, you get the bits. They run around with you. They kill people. You're like, oh, that's cool. There's, there's Bjorn or whatever. He's running around having the time. He's, yeah. he's, look at him slaughtering that Saxon. He's loving it. He's like, what a guy. <laughs> and then what I would have preferred is your raiding party all has stats. Like... So Bjorn has, I don't know, overall 90, for example. And actually what you do is you improve your raiding party people, your members, to make them stronger, meaning you can do stronger raids. And the real kicker they could have done was put permadeath in there. So if you're taking your party out to a high-level raid where maybe you're not quite up to the challenge, you could lose Bjorn. And he's gone for good. So... But this is not the game for that. Assassin's Creed, unfortunately, isn't. It has all these great ideas, and it just sometimes it stumbles upon stuff that could be really cool if they just went a bit deeper into it. But because it's got a million things to do, it just sort of dabbles Mm. in it and leaves it. And it's always one of the things that keep me up at night about this Black Flag. Like, what if that Mm -hmm. was just a pirate game? If it wasn't a Creed game where you had to do a million things as well as be a pirate game? I mean, that would have been. It's the same here. Like, you could make a really good mm. whacking game if you just trim this down, took away all the trim Assassin's the Creed fat. fat, and delved into a few of the systems, slimmed yeah. down the story arcs, made them a bit more dynamic, and then you're laughing. But because it's got to have everything else in it, it there's just not enough time for it. Like, there's still there's still like a a, a cult to hunt down and kill. Mm. There's a fucking about thirty of those to go and get get rid of. I mean, they're not called a cult; it's called the order. But oh. you got to go and get all those. Then you've got the mysteries, which are all like the little blue dots. You've got world oh, events, yeah. which are cool. World events are cool. They're like little micro quests. They can last anywhere between like a minute and ten minutes. You meet someone, there's a problem, you solve it, you move on. Sometimes you get a choice to make. Um, there's, it's funny because I went to a town. <laughs> there was someone talking. Yabbering on, going, oh, my husband's not come back. He's, he's gone fishing or whatever. I was like, what are they fucking <laughs> talking about? Kept doing it in this town. Anyway, later on when I'm actually looking for these world events, I, got, I stumble across one, and it's the fucking husband from the from the town up the road. <laughs> oh, I was like, wow. that's quite cool. So you've got them. They're really they're worthwhile seeking out. Some are, some are good. Yeah. Some are pretty shit but they're short and uh they'll get yeah. some some easy xp not that you really need it legendary beasts they're quite tough you can go and hunt those down anomaly puzzles which are like jumping puzzles um i thought that when i first come across one of them i thought it was a glitch yeah <laughs> like no. a, bug. a tree was going mental and i was like oh and look at that that's like current world stuff as well so i believe that's still the last thing i'm wanting to do because there's there's something to do with finishing that bit off, but they're not easy to find. 
Um, stone balancing puzzles, so you can balance fucking rocks up. Uh, hallucination combat encounters, so you take some mushrooms and then it like spawns a load of random enemies for you to kill. Uh, oh, drug abuse. Yeah, lost lost Vikings to to, to battle. Uh, so these other ones called Daughter of Leroy there's tons of stuff that's not even mentioning Absolute things like the collectible thing. stuff the Roman artifacts the the flying papers mm. the treasure maps the cursed areas the secret entrances the fucking caves that you can go like god there almighty. is a fucking absolute plethora of toilet <laughs> not toilet but some of it is endless <laughs> It is it, it is bloat, isn't there? It's Bloatville, games. USA. It is, absolutely. Mm. I guess the one thing I had to kind of accept was that that's kind of what it is. It's like... Yeah. You know, it's like a JRPG. Those things are fucking... Yeah. A ton hours long. It's And now that I kind great. of know that, I'm going to have a much easier time deciding when to play them. This has been... Yeah. Fortunate that it came out day and date of the Series X... I don't regret buying it yeah. at all, but I was able to spend a lot of time in it. But now going forward, if I want to get the most out of it, I've just got to know that I've got to commit a lot of time to it because I can't see them slowing down. Like they want to always seem to go bigger no. and better and whatnot. And like you can, we mentioned the gear collecting. There's there's wealth that you can collect, which is like resources to to upgrade your your armor and your weapons. All of those have. Well, not all of them. Most of them have like a, a a level of puzzle solving to get to. It's not the hardest, but it keeps you thinking like throughout. So you're never kind of like bored collecting those. Uh, like even and there's a surprising amount of like world building as well. I was wandering around mm. Adrian's wall the other day, just sort of having, <laughs> I was wandering across that, and I was like, let's have a look, see what's going on here. Just found a few notes, and it was like it's quite a sad little tale that they depicted in these notes about the guys that were promised to, to be posted there and build the wall and build the fort and it was going to be all green land. And obviously, because it's up north, it's a fucking snow hell hole. And <laughs> in that day and age, the snow kills you, the cold. Um, mm. And then there was like another note just saying, you know, uh, if you see a Pict, which is like a, a Scottishman or a, or a Norse, like take them in as friends because we're all battling against the cold. That's our real enemy. And I was like, cool. Trying to bring them all together <laughs> in this horrible, but you, like, I just picked up these random notes and was reading them. And I was like, they've done a surprising amount of actually like world yeah. building, which in most cases I wouldn't have bothered picking it up, but because I made myself give Valhalla a bit more time than I normally would, I realized that actually yeah. on, under the surface of it, they do quite a lot of it, but the damn yeah. thing's too big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yeah, it is for its own good. Yeah. Because, yeah, that's what I've found from playing that, that, yeah, the world does feel alive. Its towns are populated, and like you say, there's lore in every fucking... Crevice. ...little crannies you can come across. So it is a gorgeous... That's one thing I spoke about, the technicalities of the game. Mm. It performance. Our, but there was a lot of rumours of bugs when it first came out. Bug-ridden. Yeah, well, I think the Cyberpunk. I'm sure will, it's yeah. it definitely had bugs, but nothing. Right. I had nothing too terrible. Nothing. The most frustrating one was not being able to recruit someone onto my Viking ship. 
Like he, I'd put him in there, he'd stay. And then when I'd like move town, he would disappear and put someone else randomly, and that really annoyed me. Uh, one of the new ones that I've had since the latest patch was every time I reload a save, I'm drunk. <laughs> Ava is drunk and stumbling around for about 20 seconds so that ain't ideal because that just it's just an annoyance um yeah so there's, there's definitely been bugs in it but they're more sort of open world like quite yeah funny ish like quite forgivable not like oh god these the textures don't load and oh god that person's got a face or people in t-pose it's like they're quite I feel like they're quite minor. I just they kind of come in the yeah. territory with a big a big open world game. Um, one of the the controversial things they've done, I will shut up in a minute, was Sorry. in the last patch they <clears throat> they snuck in XP oh, boosters. Yeah. Cool. Now level gating gate hmm. from Odyssey. Yeah. yeah. See, <sighs> this is the good thing. What, has this got level gating? New. No. Well. You, there are levels to each mission, quest, whatever you want to call it, and to each area. If you are within 40 of the level, that's quite normal. Like, it it comes up as, doesn't, it's not red anymore. Like, it's it's like acceptable. If you go like 20 above it, it goes green, which means it's easier. So, from that perspective, you kind of, you have to, might have to trick fucking, Rodney into saying oh, I can do this because it's not it's not red. No. Um, but in all honesty, they've either balanced the game better than Odyssey by a mile, or yeah, it the game tricked me into unintentionally grinding and I was doing stuff that was getting me XP whilst getting the job done, and mm. I was never under leveled until the very no. very sort of bitter end of the of the game where it like you kind of towards the end it just it jumps up at the, the last sort of zone and i was about what was i i think i was about 50 short so i got to within 30 which didn't take long because you get two level points per level up and right. i was fine so you i didn't i didn't need to get to the actual number in the end i could just get through it so there's definitely it's definitely not as egregious. The fact they've put the booster in suggests that it is a bit of naughtiness. Um, mm-hmm. But I would say if you by naturally playing the game for ninety five percent of it, I was either I was above level in most cases. Right. I was above throughout yeah. the whole thing um, until it chucks whatever your way like the end game bits. And then it's like, I was a bit low, but you can level up pretty quickly. The, the Each level doesn't get, it doesn't seem like each XP level requirement goes up with each level. So mm. say it's 10,000. I don't know if it is or not, but it's always 10,000. So right. you don't, what I found in Odyssey is that it wasn't like that. It felt like they raised each time and then quests that I, like small side quests I'd left, then I'd go back to was, were worth a pittance still because oh. everything had moved on. Whereas in this one, it's, just, it's going to be 500, whether you're doing it at the start of the game or at the end of the game. And it doesn't matter because your, your leveling doesn't, your leveling requirements don't change. So, you know, they've put it in there. It shouldn't be in there, 
but I think it's not a problem for mm. most players. No. Unless you really breakneck it, maybe it will be. I was going to say, yeah, breakneck merchants might come to a struggle, but with these sort of open games, um, they need to be explored fully. Mm. Have a little go on everything. You shouldn't be rushing through them anyway. The trouble is, people ain't got 100 hours, Ekin, so I can see what people do no, rush through. And it's a, really it's, a it's a curse, really, to have a game that big. But what I've sort of said with Valhalla is that they do they've been they added a new like Yule event over Christmas, which is basically Christmas, Ooh. and that unlocked two quests and and bits and pieces. I think every time they do something like that, I'll probably dive back into the game. It'll be almost yeah. like a game as a service for me. Oh, like, I'll just yeah. I'll just dive back in when there's something new. If it's, when the DLC arrives, I'll play that. I'll get that. I'll fully yeah. commit to the end of the whatever Valhalla is. If that's, you know, it could be another three bits of story DLC. Not, I'm, I'm kind of up for doing that now. I've, I've put this much into it, so commitment. Yeah, yeah. It's, got, it's certainly the most you've ever put into in a Creed game. Oh it? yeah, by a mile. It's, it's, mm. it's over double what I put into Odyssey, and I was cool. sick of Odyssey at the end of it. I was sick <laughs> yeah. of it. I was really done with it. I couldn't be bothered. Mm. Whereas this, I just never felt like that. Not once. No. The other day, yes, in fact, yesterday I did feel like that, but I was, um, I was drilled. So, <laughs> <laughs> but then I play it today, and I fucking only play it for about well, only another two hours. I was loving it. Yeah. And all I'm doing is going to these mysteries, and seeing what's there. Just seeing what's there. Really. Like you say, it's a real easy play. Mm. Yes. Yes. It's a solid solid entry from the Yubi boys yeah I think a lot of people will, will not finish it because of the length which is fine yeah you know if you only buy one game a year you could buy this <laughs> and it will last you it will last oh, so oh, there's, yeah. there's that to think about for sure but it's it's not it's, now go on do you want to see this continue or would you like another change bigger uh... and better is the way or change it up and or maybe go back to the 15 20 hour campaigns i don't know were they ever that short i don't know let me have a look have a look because i'm i know that well i just looked a minute ago on this website i use this a little bit this uh, how long to beat and it yep. gives you a rough rough estimate yeah polls people's so, times isn't it polls people's times yeah so you've got on here you've got this is one, oh, let me determine how many people do it in total. 1,500 1, people. I oh, know, 3,400 people, sorry, have submitted their things. As an average, on Odyssey, it, the main campaign was 42 hours long. Liars. Right. This the XP one. boosters on the fucking go. <laughs> yeah. Valhalla. 52 hours. So you've got a 10-hour increase. Now, if we go back to Syndicate. When was that? Syndicate, 18 hours. Wow. (laughs) Assassin's Creed 3. If I could spell. It felt like 20 hours, 30 hours, Assassin's Creed 3. I didn't enjoy that one. Arse, arse, in's Creed. <laughs> right. Why are you saying no, it doesn't exist? That's <laughs> lies, isn't it? 
That's how you spell a set. Oh no, that's too many S's. That's why. It's been on the there we go. Right here we go. I've got I've got the lot of them. Yep. OG fifteen hours long. Wow. Origins thirty hours long. Cool. Yeah. Black Flag twenty three hours. That was a beast. Yeah. Um, Assassin's Creed 2 19 hours sloppy from Ezio Brotherhood 15 and a half hours I think the answer Uh, to the question is there's a happy medium somewhere yeah between all that see (laughs) I like this change I do like this change I think it's the right I, I get that they wanted to make it more like Witcher 3 I mean any people making an rpg would think mm. yeah that was the perfect rpg let's make a game like that mm. but then you're sitting there and you're going right now they're three games in three years they've tried to turn into the witcher 3 do we get to 2021 assassin's creed and they go right we're going to make this like witcher 3 again <laughs> well i think this is the closest they've got um yeah. it's not on that sort of level i mean witcher 3 is a huge mm-hmm. game as well and i think back but yeah. It, yeah, I think there's you don't want it any you don't want it much bigger than this. I think they kind of hit the limit. Mm. There's definitely I prefer a smaller game, if I'm honest. Like as much as I enjoy yeah. diving into this, it's still an absurd amount of time that most people don't have. So yeah. it's definitely got to be something better in there the way they've done it. But you know, I've enjoyed this one. I didn't really like Origins and and Odyssey that much. This was a huge step up in my opinion and yeah it's not without its faults you just got to be aware that it's a big big boy and um it will uh it will require a lot of time if you want to see it through like as a completionist it's like my worst nightmare i like to see the stories (laughs) through to the end i like to see the credits roll um yeah and this really does fuck me off when games do this when they stick fucking credit rolls behind end game stuff yeah (laughs) <laughs> I don't think this has got any credits. I was in hot. No, I don't think Odyssey did either, from what I remember. No, so neither. They chucked it in the yep. bin for that one, but it's all yeah. It's it's definitely. I wouldn't mind this every now and again. I mean, I don't think they've been doing them yearly, have they? They've been doing them every other year. So oh, of course, yes. It yes. feels less egregious, in all honesty. Like yeah, uh, that's uh, true. If they're going to be that big, I guess it gives you. Uh, you can I could play it all this year, then not play it for a year, and then go dive into the next one. I guess is kind of what they're thinking. Like the DLC, I imagine will run until late this year, and then I'll have a year, I'll have like twelve months, ten months off. So yeah, that's quite know. a good way of doing it, really. I know yeah, it's still a bit. It's you know it's still Creed at the end of the day, but it's one of the, one of my personal favourite ones, and of this new breed, it's the best of the three, I think personally. Yeah. <clears throat> um so is this a final impressions or is this a yeah. review no this review. is this is the f- i get to put my thumbs somewhere uh, so there you go where will you stick those thumbs <laughs> or it, a thumb or a thumb you decide i'm what is your official score for assassin's creed valhalla it's an easy one thumb up one, um, one. Yeah, it's not. It's still, it's still Creed, and still inherits some of the sort of Creed issues that will stop it ever getting a two. But uh, a vast improvement over Odyssey, just in terms of the gear management, the gear types, and the the level gating didn't to me feel as egregious. 
or egregious uh-huh. at all, really, in all honesty. So that was my sort of two main gripes of the last one, and fucking dust bowl in it. So yeah, not going to be dealing yeah. with it. Um, Gold just landed. Did love. you go to Fire and Wakerin? Yeah, he ain't on there. No, nah, the pier's not <laughs> even there. It's got Colchester, which is annoying. Oh, no. Fuck it. We oh, hate Cole, you. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that was, a, that was a stinker, but there you go. The um, like Oh, one last thing. Just, this is the sort of things that I like about games. Like this. I mentioned the, the horse that you can set the destination, oh, yeah. it'll, it'll run you there. Better than Roach. Better than, better than Roach. And um, it's it's also, although I say it's possible to get the boat, it, sometimes you if you leave it, it'll, you'll end up on the shore nearly because the <laughs> the waypoint in isn't always accurate. A couple of times, I'd hear this almighty crash and I'd see the longboat halfway up the fucking halfway <laughs> up the shore. And I'd be like, oh, smash that! What? Yeah. So keep an eye on it. Don't just allow it to do that. Yeah. But it's still, I love just being hands off and just chucking it. 6,000 yeah. metres away anyway cool took up a lot of time there cyberpunk <laughs> final impressions we've had well to be fair you've had a real good good crap or whatever say, it before I now I remember I think I was about 10 hours in I think correct so once, once I did impressions so 10 hours in you're now what six oh, uh, you tell me I'm six just shy of 60 Scene credits roll, scene ending of, of scene four endings. Scene four endings, <laughs> multiple endings. Um, oh, so that that's to me, playthroughs. No, that's that's somewhat concerning, but I'll explain why later. And <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, you won't ruin anything, but I'll be I'll, I'll be careful. It'll be spoiler spoiler free. All right. So from the ten hour mark now to the sixty hour mark. Yes. Yeah. As anything, as any of your. Has anything changed drastically, either positively or negatively, from um, when you put a pin in it before the Christmas break and the New Year and that? We did that yeah. big podcast week one. <laughs> We're now 2021. Games done and dusted almost in your eyes. We've seen endings. Yeah. What what sort of the main movers and shakers, either up or down, or both? Oh, it's, it's Yeah, it's difficult. It's a bit of both. I've... I've been impressed with a lot of stuff, but I've also been disappointed in a lot of things as well. Mm. It's a real middle of the road. It's the game. It's the most frustrating game I've ever played because <laughs> I can. It is because I can see what they were going for, the potential in it. Right. I can see that it would have been the fucking perfect game, like exactly what it was. It's ambition and that, but it just falls flat. Go just ahead. short, like not in in the technicality side of it, and just in some of its features in the game that I just feel have been rushed. Like they've rushed yeah. it out, even though it feels like it's not been rushed because it's had so many delays and stuff. No, but, yeah. but yeah, so. I'm trying to remember what I said on the first one, and not a great deal had changed. Um, I think there'd only been one more patch since our okay. last chat. Um, Put feet up really, in there over Christmas. Yeah, I think what they've done now is because I played it on the Series X, which quote unquote from the dim, uh, said it, done it again, the Digital Foundry boys. <laughs> um, 
I'm saying it's probably the best console experience you can get mm. in terms of all of them. So, I mean, people that are playing this on the PS4 and Xbox One, I'm just going to go straight away and say this is a two thumbs down. Do not buy. Right. Yeah. So, scrap that. This is only for next gen users or PC users right. that this would pay any attention to let's just pretend that this is a, this is available on those old consoles this is a next gen game is what I'm going to say which isn't because it ain't even had its next gen patch yet but you could give it out refunds taking it off the store exactly. all sorts has kicked off. It off so they've got to be focused on that so technical side in performance and stuff not a great deal has changed for the most part I'd probably say probably pretty high about 85%, maybe even 90% of the game, performance-wise, was solid. Yeah. You know, it, it ran at 60, it holds up at 60. Um, the game, looking like, that's one thing that improved for me. Like, I still, I'm playing it now, and, I, and the game just wows me of how good it looks. Even mm. on this Series X, I mean, I've I've not seen a PC with ray tracing in person yet, but no. I will be intrigued because even this, I'm just like I've I've never taken so many screenshots in a game. Bloody hell! I, it, like honestly, I've taken over two hundred, I think, in this. That's Ghost of Tsushima like, getting beaten out. Exactly. Yeah, it's more than Ghost of Tsushima because just everywhere the lighting in this game is just so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah. The bugs are still there, and they took me out of the immersion so much. Right, yeah. Like there was nights where they they seemed to be more egregious than others. I don't know why. Like, Gaming gods, mate, they were bored. Gaming they thought, gods, "Where's our kids? Indeed. Let's fuck about with him again." <laughs> Clarky had the same thing. He said that one night he'd be playing it, it'd be fine, and then the next night I'd have so much. The amount of times I had to reload to finish missions, like I had to revert to an old save. Mm. That was the fucking killer for me. That really did. Mm. Overlapping uh, dialogue, that was a huge one. There's lots of like floating, clipping, bugging thing, like little bugs, yeah. which they're annoying, but... That's I standard open world to... That's, yeah, yeah, you give it, it the that's past, standard open toad. But when you... Like I say, there was one a bit where I like fell off something and it just like complete like i'd jump onto a fucking ledge and it would kill me as a bug but it would then save as i died oh, and then God. it would just reload me back into dying so i'd be in a continuous loop of dying <laughs> so i had to revert to previous saves, and that was a fucking gut wrencher <laughs> but <laughs> it was it is it's such a shame because it does take you out of this but this world is fucking incredible like yeah. when it's working and playing this game when it's working and you're not being taken out of the immersion by bugs the story is very good the right. characters are, are brilliant the yeah. choices you can do these are phenomenal if this game was working as as and how it should mm. i think this would be spoken about up in the heights of the likes of like witcher 3 right and you know, maybe not, not not narratively as good as something like Last of Us, but 
that upper echelon, as we were saying, yeah. is a top tier, but the technical side of it takes it takes you out of it so much. Not only that, there are mechanics in the game that just seem like they've been forgotten about. Like <laughs> it's simple little like um, what they call it uh, quality of life features. Yes. That's the word thinking of so like you mentioned it in the, in the first impressions that you can customize your character at the beginning yeah. but that's it throughout the game you can't change your look whatsoever like that little thing could be patched down the line that's something they might add in yep. did they do that with witcher when I mean, they added hair and stuff that you could add to Geralt. Right. yeah um, i don't think it was so their day the, one from what i remember no. i think the beards might have been because they grew over time but Oh, yeah. Something something like that. Now, you were just talking about how good the sort of um, gear and stuff was in Valhalla. Yeah. You know, stick with something. With this, the whole way through my game, I didn't have a fucking clue. Like, I knew what I looked like, but I didn't care what I looked like because I just looked like a fucking idiot. (laughs) I mean, like, running around with a fucking there's one time I had a lot of Chinese hats so it's like a big like, looks like a big bowl on top of your head not like what the um, oh, what are they called Ron Ronnie Ron, Rock, what are they called in Tsushima yeah the um, oh yeah I know, the Ronins Ronins yeah that's it yeah the Ronin hat that's it so I was running around with one of them <laughs> with a fucking like gold jacket on and then like a pair of joggers with a pair of like military boots because all of those items were like the best stats. Yes, yeah. So it's yeah. just completely stats. You can upgrade stuff, but you can only upgrade it to a certain level. Like well, it's Caps, not capped, it? but yeah. it doesn't cap. But you only get so many resources. Then you've got to go out and basically it would take so long to upgrade an item that you really wanted to keep. Um, whereas you're going to a, a small little mission and yeah. you kill someone, you'll instantly find the gear. Like the gear will scale to your level, so you, the, the next person yeah. you shoot, yeah. you'll instantly get something better, a value. Yes, um, like a higher grade. So it, you really just think, well, oh, for the sake of fucking what I look like, you know, I'm first person, so I can't even fucking see myself anyway. No. They didn't bother doing <laughs> those cutscenes, did they? Outside of first person, no. No, so it's all sing- all um, first person. Um, so yeah, so that sort of so that fucked me off. The waypoint, uh, the mini map, sorry, in this game is possibly the worst fucking mini map I've ever used. All about when fallen you- order, Jedi. Yeah, that was pretty. Oh, that wasn't a, that wasn't a mini map actually. That was just the map. That was just three D. Oh, was that that three D? Yeah, fuck that was me. Or actually, especially when you're trying to find collectibles. Yeah, exactly. What's doing? What? I was like, what the fuck is? <laughs> well, it's the driving. I think I said the driving was all right in the uh, um, in the in the initial pressions. The driving in this is fucking shit. <laughs> it's so. If you go, it's fine if you go about 10, 15 miles an hour. If you go anything faster than that, you just you go all over the road, and the mini map doesn't catch up to where you're driving. What? So at the last second, it will tell you to chuck a right, and you're, you've already you're going so fast that you can't slow down. Oh, for fuck's so sake! So you'll just miss the fucking turning. And honestly, that fucked me off. That will so annoy much. me. Consider I've just gone from yeah. my auto route horse and boat where I put feet up to 
yeah <laughs> so that happened it. it really so that fucked me off mm. um what else fucked me off? i think uh yeah it's this little quality of life things i'm trying to can't remember what else it's little things like that that fucked me off the most um and like i say the bugs the over overlapping in dialogue as well mm-hmm. hate it that was an absolute fucking stinker but having all said that like i say the main story this is a lot shorter than a fall yeah. Like, you know, you, the the thing with the huge game, and much like The Witcher Three, the side quests in this game seem to sort of outweigh the main quest. Right. Yeah. Sort of. That there's arcs in this game. So, like, I've, I mentioned how this how the missions work. So, like, you you become like you're like a merc, basically. A mercenary yeah. Takes on these met these missions. Yeah, a little well, fixer call you up, and you're like, fixical, right, that's it. So you'll get fucking hundreds of these phones. You get so many people phoning you, giving these little jobs. I said, I think there was roughly around eighty-ish main uh, side quests. Then you have these things called gigs, which are essentially like those mystery missions where okay, you'd go to a building, clear it out, find something, bring it back. Yeah. So they typically last ten minutes. There's Fuck, there's probably about 100 of them. <laughs> Fucking hell. Then, as you go through the city, you can choose to help the police. Just like if there is like a, a crime happening, there's someone being yeah. mugged, or the gangs are starting war or something, you can then um, interrupt it and help them clear it down, to which you get like more gear and XP and stuff. Yeah. There's probably about 150 of them. <laughs> and are they. Uh, so they're not dynamic, they're just. There'd be certain parts of the map where that's sort of always going on, that yeah, fight. Yeah, that's just always... Yeah. That, until you intervene and do something. Until you intervene, yeah. They are clear down, though. So, like, once you've done it, that's that won't be yeah, in that spot anymore. But, yeah. But, yeah, they're, they're, they're dynamically happening in the city. As you, just, you can choose to ignore them or... And if you ignore involved. them and go back, will it still be happening? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Right. So they don't, like, move around. No, but. they don't move. Nah. Nah, there's not... I suppose, yeah, dynamics really not the word because they do that would stop on as wouldn't it so no they are just, they're pretty much like missions essentially yeah but they're they're made to look like it but Smoke yeah I've got to say the, yeah but it's it this is the thing with this game like the story the missions the characters and the world are all phenomenal the rest of the bag of shit, right. <laughs> basically. So there's there's a real core, like the core, um, the core gameplay loop in this is brilliant. Like I, I, the shooting feels brilliant. Like the weight of the, the guns, the the variety of guns you can have. You know, like you can have anything from pistols. There's like the Titan full smart pistols you can get. Yeah, you get yeah. Some, these mantis blades you, that everyone's cool. seen when they come out, they're fucking devastating. You can yeah. get fucking katanas, you name it. You can get fucking all different types of weapons and you can completely change your playthrough. The RPG elements in this game, like the way you can customise your character, I typically went with an all-guns blazing, but very hack type. So I used to go into a room, hack my, hack my way through the majority of the enemies sort of you can like 
make their their systems like short circuit or you can set them on fire yeah. make them overhead i do that to as much as i could allow because like your head in your head obviously you're an augmented bloke like everyone is in this world so you like run on ram yeah so it goes on based on how much ram you've had is how much hacking you can do so i sort of maxed that out as much as i could and then fucking blast my way through um clearing enemies but some of the missions were just so fun to play um a a lot of the main quests had like these sort of um almost uncharted-esque set pieces in them oh and they were quite like wow yeah i think i remember saying in the first uh initial impressions that i hadn't been wowed and then there was like a couple of missions like in the the story that I was like, wow, now that was pretty incredible. Yeah. It, yeah. It took because you don't, I never really would have expected that of a first person game. No. They, yeah, they seem to be more in a cinematic third person game, but it really does do a good job. Hmm. Um, and yeah, like I say, the story is, it's, it's good. It's not, you know, it's not fucking, um, Probably not even Witcher levels. It's I think it's a good story. Mm. Um, it's pretty short in length, so it doesn't sort of outstay its welcome. But I f- like it's definitely the characters that are the standout thing for this game. Yeah, these the side quests where you have the arcs with these characters. Yeah. that's what makes them. And it's not dissimilar from The Witcher, to be honest. I think the main story of The Witcher is no. probably not the highlight, but the side quests that you and the weirdos you bump into kind of add to it. And just yeah. on the RPG elements, can you reset your stats at any point and start again if you, you fucked it or are you stuck in stone with it? Because on no, Valhalla, you can. you can reset it any time with no penalty, which is cool. You can just Oops. go and rebuild. I think you can. I'm not 100% sure, to be honest. Oh. Uh, you might be able. I'm just trying to remember how it fucking worked. Um, obviously, yeah, you had skill trees and yeah. I don't know if you can, to be honest. No, no, because you sort of yeah, you you have there's fucking hundreds because you you do sort of just align it to how how you want to play. So it'll be like you can you have like a skill tree for your body, and then it will have like pistol damage, shotgun damage, brawling yeah. damage. Um, oh that was another shit thing there's these missions in this game where it's fighting yeah. and it's just like first person fisty comes get rid of them CD they're fucking dreadful yeah, <laughs> same as Valhalla awful derpiest fucking fighting I imagine them but in first person yeah, yeah. they're so fucking stupid and hard and just crap <laughs> that they're no good the racing missions as well like I say the driving in this fucking game is dreadful and then they, they added racing missions. So the faster you go, you can't even fucking see the turning. No. So they're redundant. Um, but now, like I say, the positive thing is is the story, the characters, and the the main gameplay hook of shooting and you know the RPG elements, the the choices in the game. That's the thing as well. Like it's obviously an yeah. RPG, so choices you make in the game obviously have outcomes. So outcomes through these story arcs will be different to what you've played i failed a couple of missions oh, and that's yeah. not 
Yeah. That's not, you know, like me fucking it up. That's just on, on a decision I've made. Yeah. So it's not been a successful mission because that's not what the outcome they wanted. It's just because I fucked it up and went with the wrong choice. I'm sure I had that in Witcher where I'd like make a decision and it might kill someone for another quest mm. and it would, it would come up and fail it. And I'd be like, what? I haven't done anything. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I quietly, it, you've, it's hard with those bits because immediately you think like you've fucked it up. But if you yeah. just, if you kind of roll with it, it's, yeah, quite good actually because it kind of makes you your, your play for unique. Yeah, it really is good. But the world is a character in its own in this game. Like mm. it is a fucking gorgeous world. This is like it really does feel like a living, breathing world. The amount of hours I just spent walking around, mainly the red light district. Yeah, <laughs> have a little gander. Um, ha- Having a gander, mainly with the men. Look, but don't touch. Oh, yeah, we heard about that escapade. <laughs> so you can sleep with prostitutes. Yeah. Go to brothels and things, and you're greeted with numerous cutscenes, quite graphical, <laughs> mind-altering, <laughs> scorned on my brain. That I'll never be able to get out. I've sworn to people oh, it was an accident that I slept with a man. <laughs> So what was it you you said that you asked for? You went to, you went to shop with him. So, so yeah, so the the you get these they're called joy toys and they're essentially prostitutes. And I just dynamically walked up to one and he said, "Are you looking for a good time?" And it came up with shop. But thinking about it now, when I went back to young joy toy, he he didn't have this option. So I think mine may have glitched out. And there's a shop next door. And I think it must have glitched out. So I saw the word glitch. This is not an excuse. This definitely happened. (laughs) And I I pressed yes to the shop, but just instantly went into me saying yes to having sex with him and went straight into a cutscene, which was me bending him over. (laughs) I received a blowjob and then full sex with a man. (laughs) Honestly, it's hilarious. But... It's it's so funny. Like, did, did did you embrace that that part of V's character after that? Or, or I did think I did think that. Well, that's the road I've gone down, and it is a road you can go down. Yeah. There was multiple times I would be on quests with male characters. Your proposition. And I had I had the opposition to yeah propose, and there was even one I could lean in for a kiss, and I thought, well, come on, V, you've already been down this road. You might yeah. as well go the full hog. <laughs> I think um, he's. I think his dad was a bit homophobic, so he's still scarred from that. And like, he's he's got like these horrible memories of of his of his nasty dad. I think that's yeah. that's the character of V that you've you've taken. That that's what I took in the end. He's still very much struggling to to come to terms with things, and he's he's nasty bastard dad. Yeah, left nasty him some scarring. But no, no, it's it's an incredible guy. I haven't even mentioned Keanu. Keanu plays. Uh, it's, I suppose he's sort of a lead role. Mm. Um, his character that's in your head is sort of part of you, and I won't go into spoiler specifics of the story or anything. But he's there throughout. But he's just such a cool character. Yeah. Um, 
you just really like you, you do missions which entail him and you sort of get there's so much lore in this game like literally even more than Valhalla everywhere you fucking look there yeah. are data pads that you can find oh, there no. lore hmm. honestly mate if you're one of these people that reads everything I feel sorry for you because you're going to be there for fucking Fuck years sake. I was going to have to yeah yeah um, the music in this game is incredible. Like yeah. it, this, with the the setting, the radio stations. This game is so much more like GTA Five than I anticipated. I've heard that really. a few times being chucked mm. out there. Those first ten hours, it didn't feel like it because you're sort of um, almost locked down. Well, you are locked down. You're in lockdown to one area straight away. Yeah. Um, and then when it opens up, that it does just. That when you're in the open worldness, it is. It felt like a first person. Well, I suppose GTA Five when you put it in first person yeah, mode, you can yeah. do that, can't you? Um, but yeah, it's just it's it just has the potential. It could have been the fucking perfect RPG that we all thought it was gonna be, but it just falls f- just flat, unfortunately. Of you get a sour taste in your mouth from playing it this early. I'll be interested to see. So Joy Boy, when he went and he got a sour exactly. taste, uh, how it will taste after you like one. If you do wait until this next gen patch, when you may not get any of these bug problems I've had that being taken out of the immersion, they may have patched things in where you can change your appearance or mm. updated. Updated the first DLC uh, packs arrived. Yeah, that's right. it. They've already said they're going to include free DLC. Let's you all level up your gear. Lovely jubbly, thank you. That's it. Anything <laughs> like that. It's, it's, it is literally just quality of life improvements. Mm. There's a Reddit thread, and it's sort of all the things that we wish to include. And it is, it's not things that are like ridiculously asked, like, you know, change the story or yeah. include. It's little things that you think could be added like that. Yeah, um, a little change to the mini map or whatnot, and you know the the technical things, the technical bugs. You know they're going to be ironed out. Mm. You know, um, that they're not too much of a problem. As much as they've taken me out of the experience now, and they're shit. I know in six months they'll all be gone, or for the most part, most of them yeah. will be, and you will be left with the good that I thought this game that the impressive like the impressive campaign the incredible side quest the brilliant characters the RPG elements but it's just these quality of life improvements that m- made it frustrating yeah and the technical side which is still you know we a month after release now yeah over that yeah Something like that. over that now and it's still not up to scratch so fucking chuck away merchants yeah, so, so, and I do feel. I think we were talking about it, weren't we? Saying that if I do feel this could be the new No Man's Sky, where yeah. it's it's still being fucking shit on every day on the internet. You look on there, there's now lawsuits going on, oh, being sued. Fucking God knows. I do feel sorry for him in a in a sense in that it seems to be a bit of a dog pile, but. At the same time, I sort of think, well, you did release a fucking game yeah. that's half baked, and you try to cover it up as much as you could. Yeah. You sort of deserve this, so I feel like no, you shouldn't be let off the hook. Um, but well, yeah. where do, where does that leave us in terms of thumbs up it's and down different. and all this jazz? Like, 
based on my experience playing it on an Xbox Series X 4K on this glorious OLED, mm. I'd give it a one thumbs up. Okay. Over my overall experience, yes, there were bugs, and I was annoyed at segments of the game, but the core, core, core. powerful experience, I thought there was a lot of good in this game Yeah. that does overall outshine the shitness, but that shitness shouldn't be there. And for the majority of people you think that haven't got these next-gen consoles and they're wanting to play it on a PS4, PS, uh, Xbox even an Xbox One X or a PS4 Prava, they're still running pretty toilet. Right. So, with that, I can't give that a thumb. I yeah. that cannot have a thumb. Um, but if you know, you've got I've a got... next gen, or you've got a current gen, I should say, or a PC. Yeah. You're, if you've got you're... a PC, you're, you're fucking laughing because, yeah, the bugs are still there and the annoyance. The thing is, they're starting, the, the modding community have already started. Yeah. So, I'm actually quite interested to see what they do with, because like, that mini map, that could be modded next week. Yeah. But, so, I could recommend it to PC users and, and next gen characters, but then you've got a next gen fucking console and you ain't even got a next gen version. So. No. You know, it's, it's, it? I say this is the most frustrating get fucking game ever because I see the potential, I can feel it, but it just. Yeah. <laughs> so is it advice to wait if you can? Yeah, I would. Uh, Still, having having completed it and played it, um, I'm it's good because I'm wanting to go like get. I'm going to try and platinum it essentially even though i'm playing on xbox get 100 yeah. percent, and that requires to get um a couple more endings well to do that i will need to um start fresh with a new character because there's some decisions you have to make okay yeah to get to that point in the story um which i missed out on so i'm gonna have to start a new character which is always the way i did what i've only done one of the life paths yes so you yeah you have three choices at the beginning of the game so much i was always going to do the free anyway but now i've gone through that i've done all the sides i've got to the max street cred you can um i haven't completed these gigs like i say they're literally the small tiny missions yeah set. that's something i'll probably nitpick every, every time there's an update i'll come back and do a few just to see how it's running and then when this next gen patch will come in that, that's when i'll start afresh and and see if see what it's like but no this is based on my experience of this 60 hour playthrough which I essentially have done the majority of it and that. And yeah, that's... That's crafts. Yeah, it's, it's, that's crafts. And yeah, it's just... It, I think it's, it, This game has suffered from hype, a lot like uh, No Man's Sky did. Yeah. But much like that, you know, on day one, we was all sitting there with thumb up passes going, right, <laughs> what, what do we do now? This fucking barren wasteland where all that shit he promised to stay near. Well, it's a bit like this, you know. We've got, like, this fucking huge open world, and you've got fucking quests being fucking blocked and invisible walls I kept fucking running into, and my gun's locking. I couldn't shoot a fucking gun at one time. And then fucking saves having to be reverted 20 times through a campaign. What's that about? Fucking sort shit. So I just hope... I hope it doesn't go down the same route as... Uh, which as uh, No Man's Sky, whereas people just have, are done with it by the time it's sorted and think, yeah, all right, you know. How many people like No Man's Sky is probably brilliant right now, but mm, how many yeah. people have gone back to that and gone, 
Nah, you've had your chance. Yeah, that's that's what happens, unfortunately. People, can't, you can't keep giving things second chances. You, you've got to make the time for it. So it's always a, a tough ask. I'm going to try and hold off. I think. Well, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, to. the trouble is because this game, I think this game would be so up your alley. Like this would be your perfect. I think you would it would sink probably more hours into this than you have um, Valhalla mm. if. But I think you're like me. You'd get so fucking riled up with all the, to, <laughs> yeah, uh, would fuck you off, and you wouldn't be in it. You're not so been a lot like I, I, Biff would one million percent have been this straight on that campaign. He wouldn't have got through the first twenty hours. I don't think if he's having to reset uh, saves and that, that would have fucked him off too much, and rightly so. But yeah, I think you will definitely benefit from waiting and doing what I did with Days Gone. And then sinking your teeth in because I think this game is uh, is just an apps game, but yeah. it's just not a ready apps game. <laughs> Sweet. Well, there you go. I think that's that's it. Valhalla and and Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven done. Two, well, one definitely the, the one of the big bloaters from from last mm. year. Um, yeah, this didn't really feel like a bloater to be fair. No, like. I say I've pretty much done the bulk of it, and that's sixty hours. I reckon probably eighty would be a hundred percent completion. I reckon. So, all right, maybe that's bigger than most games, but certainly not. It didn't feel like a bloat. Like, I, I seemed to blast through that sixty hours pretty quick, and throughout wasn't sort of like, "Oh, this is dragging." Yeah. So no bloat here, really. No, well, that's good to hear because. I ain't got another 110 hours to spend. <laughs> Although by the time the DLC comes out, it might be 110 hours. Who knows? CD Projekt yeah. Red known for their meaty DLC. Anyway, look, we'll call this fucking podcast to a close before we get on to another bloater. But as usual, <laughs> thanks for joining me. Everyone else, thanks for listening. If you got this far and if you stumbled across us, subscribe and then you ain't got to be worrying about missing any more episodes. Loads of shit going on an idle game chat every monday we will put something into your podcast feed for you to listen to nothing more for us to say apart from thanks for your time and ta-da and ta-da This was a Dimp Digital production.